big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week here at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Fill in the Blank. So, as you can see, <laughs> if you're watching, Ayana and I are in the same clothes because we had to double it up. Ayana's birthday is coming up. <gasps> Will this episode be out after? No, I think before. Right before your birthday? Right before my birthday. Yeah, so we're doubling up because Ayana is going on a little vacay. Whoop, whoop. Where are you going? Oh, everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to New Orleans, then from New Orleans straight to LA, then from LA straight to New York, and oh then back God. here. She's going to be on a world tour. All within a week span. That's crazy. Crazy, You're right? going to be on a world tour. I am on a world tour. Yeah. So that's why we're doubling up on the episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we already done talked about how we felt and stuff. I mean, <laughs> ain't really much more to share about that. Just being real. I mean, we're going to be real here. Mm-hmm. We already talked about that. So, no filler, no filling forecast. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, I was about we, to say filler of the week. I like how we forget our own the, the name of our own segments. Is so funny. No fillings forecast. We just gonna jump straight into it. All right, into it because we are doing a listener submission episode. Yay! It's about Yay. time. I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I feel like we've kind of dwindled down on some of the because of all the guest episodes and yeah. like all the other stuff going on. I get it, but y'all but don't I do forget. Wa- I want to start prioritizing these like once a month. Yes, because I know people literally go on there and pour their hearts out, and then I we know. might not respond. So I don't want it to be like that. Agreed. So we have our lovely producers back here about to send us some. So this is going to be in real time. First reactions to these submissions. That we may or may not have seen yet. So, all right, you ready? Yes. Okay. I'm about to read. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I need to see. I'm a visual learner. Okay. (laughs) Hi, ladies. I want to first say I love all of you. We love you. We love you too. Backstory My fiance and I have been together for almost six years, five of which being long distance. Ooh. We are in love with each other. Why I say it like that? Love. We are in love with each other. They are my best friend and other half. They, Okay. That might be the... Oh, maybe the pronoun. pronoun. Okay. Uh, We both have codependence characteristics. Ooh. So it's hard for us to be apart from each other for a long period of time, but I'm starting to break out of those codependency habits and starting to get to know myself more and enjoy time to myself, but my partner is still having a hard time being without me, which puts them in a bad mood when it happens, Mm -hmm. especially unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. My mom recently had gotten sick, which made me have to travel out of town to see her and take care of her one week out of each month. Oh, that's tough. It's gotten to the point where it's a problem for me to handle my personal business elsewhere because my partner has such a hard time uh, being Being without me. Mm -hmm. And their mood often... What? Oh, and their mood oftentimes affects mine and vice versa. My question is, is this considered deep codependency? If so, what are some ways to break out of that while still keeping a strong connection? Mm. This, I I won't say it's codependency. I don't know that yet. But Mm -hmm. I will say it does sound like her fiance struggles with just change. Mm -hmm. Adaptability. Adaptability, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's codependency. You think so? Yeah, just because... um, if you're having that 
much of a hard time being without that person and it's impacting your mood and then ultimately impacting your relationship. Mm. I feel like it definitely gives some codependency. Codependency. I see what you mean. Yeah. That is is probably the element that makes it that. I think though, so the question is, is this considered deep codependency? I would say so. My opinion is yes. (laughs) Um, If so, what are some ways to break out of that while still keeping a strong connection? Um, that's the part, keeping a strong connection. I think in, in, because it sounds like her going to take care of her mom is a, it has to happen. Yeah. So this is something that both of you guys will just have to adjust to. And he has to understand that. Um, you should communicate that to him. Like, this is something that I have to prioritize right now, but that doesn't mean that you're on the back burner. Mm -hmm. So what they should be doing in their spare time is making sure they maintain that connection. Um, so maintain time together and, Mm -hmm. and not just like, with each other but like experiencing things together whether that's like unpacking things like um emotional things with each other discussing things or like just literally like connecting maybe buy a game i know uh let's get deep is always good yes uh buy let's get deep or or we're not really really strangers strangers. they have a couple's edition yeah and just and just uh really connect yeah i think also the first thing that came to my mind and this is me being just like a type of person that's realistic about things that knowing that there are like certain things that might impact your relationship and it might cause a little bit of a rift. It's going to happen. Yeah. If you all have the intention of knowing that you want to, you're on the same page that you want to keep your connection, you have to like address this head on to know that like, okay, this is impacting our relationship and our communication, our connection. Like, we want to be open about it so that we can work together to combat the problems. Like yeah. knowing that it's not you versus him or them, because you did say them, it's not you versus them, but it is you all versus the issue. Yeah. So like what Ayana was sharing about these different methods that you can utilize in order to keep your connection strong and being able to be accepting that this is just the form that you all have to use during this time period. It doesn't mean that it's going to always be that way, but that's the way that you all have to create intimacy in your connection right now, since it is a priority that you care for your mom and that will impact how often you're able to see them. Also, I mean, honestly, like I can understand why the partner may be feeling some type of way, which is fine. Like those feelings are natural. Give your partner the space to feel those, but don't take them on for yourself. Right. Don't take them personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, just allow them the space to feel, talk about it if they want to talk about it Mm -hmm. and, and then just keep it trucking. Yeah. But I think that the, the path of getting over codependency traits yeah. and characteristics is an individual path yeah um, I agree. it's I not agree. really something that you can't do it you can them. do yeah to make this person be less codependent yeah. so i think that it's important to even open up the conversation about that and seeing if your partner is willing to go on the journey to heal from those codependency Agreed habits that are showing up Agreed, in the relationship because it is a partnership it's yep. a part so your your partner's ability or willingness to even take on that journey or confront that mm-hmm. um will affect her yeah period yep so yeah girl best talk, of talk yeah it out. best of luck um wishing you well on this journey but i think that if you and your partner are both aligned and that you want the relationship to work that 
you all will be able to work together against the problem and yeah. not against one another. Because it sounds like, I mean, this doesn't sound like a severe issue. No. I mean, it sounds like something that can be easily worked through. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like a transition. Mm-hmm. And transitions are hard for they individuals hard. and for couples. So. Yep. But these are the types of problems I always say that, that can you help you grow. Yes. You want to have these kind of problems as a couple. It yeah. shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be someone's character. And, and no, yeah. and it shouldn't be problems that you all are creating yourself. It should just be outside yeah. things that are going on. That's like, okay, this is triggering yeah. us in a way, but it's, it's meant to help us. This be is better. a good issue to have. Yes. This is something that can, can, can legit help you strengthen you. It feels negative, but it can be positive. Agreed. Depending Agreed. on how you frame depending it. Depending on how you frame it. Yes. Come on, growth mindset. Okay. We have another one. Mm-hmm. This one is short and sweet. Okay. It says, my husband is jealous of my success and it's draining me. How can I stay here? <laughs> she said, help How me. do I stay here? Help I am about me to with leave this, this man. Ass man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not tons of context. Yeah, um, your husband is jealous of your success. I think that um, this is something that a lot of people can maybe relate to because I think that this is an innate thing mm-hmm. that men are typically the providers Men are typically the ones in relationships that would be deemed the successful one. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's important to address this issue with um, with care and tact because you don't want to emasculate him. Yeah. However, he is portraying probably some toxic masculinity because he does not know how to communicate that he wants his own success and he doesn't want to feel less than in comparison to you. Yeah, yeah. So that's hard. That's an individual journey too. It is. He should he should probably find something that he's ridiculously competent in or something that he can learn to be ridiculously competent in that's outside of his career. Mm-hmm. That'll fulfill him. yeah. And I think that it's a personal journey that he has to go on. Mm -hmm. And also knowing that in relationships in general, there are going to be highs and lows where one partner might be up Mm -hmm. and the other one is down. I think that you have to communicate to him that your success is his success. Yeah. Because this is your husband. So it's not like y'all are just dating. This is your husband. Mm -hmm. So when you all shared vows and you created a a unity Mm -hmm. um you decided that you all are one Mm -hmm. and that what it is that he goes through what you go through what he wins what you win it's all both of yours it's it's a household it's a household win yep so you have to remind him of that and i think that sometimes people naturally get caught up in the human experience of Mm -hmm. like crap like i don't feel good about myself like Mm -hmm. i'm not where i want to be but it's like you know you just have to remind him even though it's difficult like you all are doing this together. Yeah. And then helping him to even maybe discover what it is, what the it success is he, yeah. right, will look like but for d- him. But d- 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 don't, don't be pushy about it. Mm-mm. Like be supportive, but not controlling. Ooh, Caring. Don't be controlling about it. If you mm-hmm. if you have to ask more than once if he needs help yep. and he says no, then it's control. Yep. If you ask once <laughs> and he says no, then just leave it be. It's funny. Because but then keep checking in. This kind of came up before with Marcus and I. Mm-hmm. Um and we had to have a conversation about it because he did. Uh, I remember when things were going like extremely well with the podcast and it was kind of taking off. Mm-hmm. And I had grad school podcast, like everything was just kind of like moving in a positive direction in terms of what I was like passionate about doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that Marcus was in a place of feeling like he was just kind of like existing in mm-hmm. his 
in his work. And it kind of made him, um, I think, feel some kind of way. Like, yeah. he didn't know how to express it. He thought that I would take offense to it. Because it's and, triggering. Yeah, yeah. and but the thing was, I wasn't offended because I could understand because I was there before with him where I was in a low point and he was winning, winning, winning. And I was just like What's going sitting on there. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have things happening positively in my life. And I had to remind him of this thing that like, you like when when I win, you win. When yeah. you win, I win. Mm -hmm. And it's a difficult concept to go by because we're all like raised to be like individuals and you're not sharing success and conjoining with somebody else that like this is our win together, you right. know? So I get it's a hard thing. It reminds me almost of just like being, because I've always said that I want to be in a relationship where that's my best friend. Mm -hmm. So it just reminds me of just like, I just want what's best for my best friend. Yeah. So if my best friends went in, like, go best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Go best friend, go. Hello? But if my best friend isn't winning, it's like, okay, well, do you need support? Like, what's up? You what need can help? we do? What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, girl, don't lead a man. Don't I mean, him, girl. this is marriage, boo. You don't, in it. Right. Don't leave him, boo. <laughs> just, you know, be supportive. Hopefully he ain't being nasty now. Mm -hmm. Don't um, look. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. Check. But just try to <laughs> try to meet him. It can be extremely difficult. Like this is something that's extremely difficult for men. I know. Yeah. Because they are hardwired to be the successful ones, be the providers. And if you're experiencing that and he isn't, it is probably like chipping at his character. So just be mindful of that yeah. and try to take care of yourself in the process as well and figure out what it is that you would need for him so that from him. So it doesn't like impact you so heavily. Agreed. I think y'all just need to have an open conversation. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was beautiful. Next. Is that all we got? That's the No, there's oh. more. There's more. We're just waiting. But wait. There's more. <laughs> there's more. We got it. Oh, we did. Go ahead. You want me to read it? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Hi, guys. Love your podcast and so proud of y'all. Thank you. We love you as well. Um, so I feel like I'm in a similar situation that Ayana mentioned in the episode on the interdependent woman about not communicating and having someone practically pleading with you to communicate, but it's like you just have nothing to say, mm -hmm. except it's with my friend slash roommate. I struggle with communicating how I'm feeling or thinking a lot of times because I don't want to say anything they'll rock the boat in my friendship or start a fight or just be in opposition of what my friend is thinking or saying. And when I do finally communicate, it seems like it's already too late and caused the problem that I didn't want in the first place. Mm. I'm worried that this problem of mine will ruin my friendship if it hasn't already. What would you recommend that I do to show that I do care about this friendship while also not letting my fear of getting uncomfortable get in the way? The fact that she wants to communicate, she should show that and that would show the friend that she cares. Mm -hmm. um, investment of any form of uncomfortability and vulnerability will show that she cares. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about learning how to communicate, and this was this was what was so hard for me, is you have to always... <laughs> it reminds me when I was a teenager and I wanted to ask my cousin something that I knew she might say no about mm -hmm. or might reject, but I had to muster up the strength to just go and ask. Yeah. Um, and you kind of just got to do that. You have to tap into that like teenage part of you where like, I just got to ask for, you know, I just got to ask or I just got to talk about it um, and always start off with um, something, some positive thing of mm -hmm. like, or some form of connection in my romantic relationships. If I have a conflict, what I'll do is I'll, um, I'll initiate.